G'day and welcome to the table brought to you by Supercoach HQ. I'm Adam Russell and Josh and Shorty, they've pulled up a chair. How are we doing today, fellas? Pretty well, thanks, mate. How are you going? I'm good, thank you. We're right in the Supercoach finals now. We Last week, and I saw some pretty good scores. There was a uh, interesting game between the Swans and the Cats down at the Cattery. Shorty, you brought Daniel Hanabry to the table. What did you think of his game? Yeah, not some of Hanabry's best stuff. I mean, he's best known for just racking up the pill, and he could barely find it, really. He laid quite a few tackles, which helped his score, but I think definitely there's there's better scores left in Dan. That certainly wasn't his best performance, but he had a few partners down at the Cattery, for sure. The Swans... Had a tough night. You're a, you're a Cats man. Did he, was there a tag there or was it just a, maybe off his game a little bit? No, not, not a heavy tag or anything. It was probably more the Cats' pressure around the ball really lifted, especially in that second half. So I think it was more so just having a bit of an off night, I think. And um, I would expect him to bounce back because he's had a fantastic season. So hopefully for my selection's sake, he can anyway. <laughs> Well, on the theme of fantastic seasons, just to pump up my tyres a little bit, I brought Sean Higgins to the table last week and pumped out his biggest score for the season, a 145 up against the Ds. He was racking it up, Shawnee, and a good win for the Roos in the end. They had a bit of a scare up against the Ds, but um, first time in table history, one of the players hasn't fronted up the following week. So, uh, Josh, Brett Delidio, what happened there? Yeah, sorry about that, boys. Um... He missed the first flight over to Adelaide, caught the second flight, but still couldn't get up. Um, hopefully he returns this week, There's although no guarantees about that. And uh, I do apologise if anyone did bring in Deledio. <laughs> Just a bit of illness there, I think. I think he caught Shorty last week and myself, but uh, <laughs> hopefully Lids is good to go this weekend. You still happy to sing his praises if he gets up this week, Josh? Yeah, certainly. He's been one of the best players in the competition over the last couple of months, and... He's a very good scorer, so if he does get on the park, you know he'll do very well. Well, uh, this week, hopefully, you won your finals in the first week and you're looking at semis and maybe even prelims if you were in the top four. But, Josh, I'll stick with you first cab off the rank. Who are you going to bring to the table this week? Well, yeah, maybe you've got the week off if you won your first qualifying final and maybe you've got a few trades left. If you are in that position and you feel like your team's pretty well set, then you might just be looking at some cover. But how much do you spend on cover? I've got someone who's a pretty, actually pretty affordable option up forward. He's Ben Reid, who returned last week against the Blues. He kicked four goals. And the thing that I like about Reid as cover is we know his injury history is poor, but they've really taken their time with him, bringing him back. And the thing is, he's only costing us 217000 So very cheap. And we know he's going to score pretty well. In 2013, he averaged 80 from over 20 games. So he's a fairly good scorer. And we know we just can't plan for trades. I mean, sorry, for injuries, for suspensions, and then, of course, for resting. So we need backup on the bench. And at 217,000, I think he's a pretty good choice up forward where options are pretty limited. Guys? Yeah, I do like him. We, uh, we saw Jack Steele dropped on the weekend. So someone that we thought might have been a really reliable forward cover has pretty much ditched us, and with the pies, Travis Clark, I'm not too sure how far away he is. I think he might be maybe another one or two weeks. He was listed as a test on the injury list, but they really used him as their focal point. He slotted four goals on return, so you can't ask for much more than that from Ben Reid. Yeah, he's certainly in their best 22, regardless whether Cloak's there or not. And as you said, Steele got dropped, although he should return this week. Riley Knight hasn't been scoring that well. 
Bailey Dale scored one on the weekend. Caleb Daniels going okay, but as far as really good backups, I think Ben Reid's top of the pile. Shorty, any thoughts there? Yeah, no, it's a very interesting selection, I think, mate. I, I do like it because, as you said, he has shown that he can score over the 20 games in that other season there. So, oh, nice one, mate. Uh, very, very good game on the weekend. So, hopefully, he could provide some very handy cover. Now, Shorty, it was a little bit of deja vu a couple of weeks ago. We both wanted to bring Matt Prittis to the table, but um, yeah, we know how that ended up. And this week, with Nick Natanui, looks like he's going to miss again for the Eagles with the tragic passing of his mother. We wish... Nick, all our uh, all our best wishes here from Supercoach HQ. But uh, we were discussing things before the podcast, and we both wanted to bring Steph Martin. So uh, I'll let you have first crack at him, and we'll have a bit of a discussion about maybe some ruckman you can bring in for uh, Nick Natnui. He's in twenty percent, twenty seven percent of teams. So a couple of coaches might be looking to move on Natnui there. Yeah, thanks, for that, mate. Definitely, I was surprised that you went for him because I was thinking, you know, point a different sort of pick, but definitely thinking alike there and. I pulled the trigger with Nick Natanui last week and brought in Martin just because I wanted to avoid the zero. And again, he'll miss this week, unfortunately. So I think Martin provides that consistency element, which we were talking about. I mean, he hardly drops under the 90 mark. I think he had 67 in round one. And then his other poor score was in round seven, which was 76. But otherwise, he's been a reliable bet for anywhere from sort of 95 to 120. He has hit sort of 140 a couple of times. That was more so earlier in the season. But... He's like a grand cheaper than Nick Natanui, so it's just a straight swap there. You don't have to worry about that. But, you know, he, he averaged 111 last year, and everyone sort of shied away from him, expecting him to, you know, drop off. But he's backed it up with 109 average, and Lundberg is injured at the moment. But, I mean, that hasn't really affected his scores. He's sort of taken the number one ruck mantle. But I think Martin is a very, very good chance to you know, be that point of difference pick. I'm not exactly sure how many percent of sides he's in at the moment, but I barely see him in other teams. So he's got 135 and 112 in the last two weeks, so he's set the guy up a reasonable amount, and I think he's a quite a good selection. But uh, do you have any further thoughts on Martin there, mate? If not, we'll, we'll discuss a couple other options as well. Yeah, there was a few doubts over him maybe at the start of the season. He had that ripper... Season last year, once uh, Lewenberger went down, he averaged 111 last year, and he's backed it up well and truly, 109 so far this season. So he's well on top of things. Um, the man I'm going to bring to the table, maybe as an alternative option, is Sam Jacobs. Generally, I like to stick for the more consistent types, like a Steph Martin, but if you like to live on the edge a little bit, like, like it a little bit dangerous, I think Sam Jacobs could be your man. He's either... So far this season, he either goes big or he goes home. So if you look at some of his scores, we're talking 156, 162, or a couple of 130s, but there's no really in-between scores. Hasn't scored in the in the 90s so far this season. Hasn't even scored in that 100 to 109 sort of margin. It's either over 120 or it's about a 70 or a 60 score. So he does have the Bombers this week. So uh, Jonathan Giles is a bit of a battler, but definitely not your elite sort of ruckman. So uh, Sam Jacobs, definitely a potential to go big once again this week. Yeah, it's intriguing because once upon a time, Jacobs was the sort of man you would just set on. He would be consistent and, you know, dish out that sort of 100 each week. But he certainly hasn't been that case this season, which is interesting. But he showed last Friday what he can do against the Tigers, just absolutely dominated. So certainly if you're looking or feeling a bit risky and you might want to, 
take the gamble and a guy who, you know, he could hit absolute form and he might average 120 for the rest of the season from here on out. Probably capable of that. So if you're feeling a little more risky, then Jacobs might be a man. Josh, when we're talking about this sort of idea of Steph Martin's consistency or Sam Jacobs, what we might call his highest ceiling, what do you generally like to go for? Uh, personally, I like consistency um, because if you've already got those players who you can choose as um, captaincy options, you don't need the real high scorers. Um, I also think on Stefan Martin, if we remember, he had two weeks off a few weeks back for su- suspension, and we can really underrate how much you know a real f- refreshing break can do our players a world of good. So I think Martin's come back from that break. Um, he's re- looked really good the last few weeks, especially with Lewenberger out. Looks like a really good option. Um, I was interested. No love for Blitzarves there, guys? No, no, not for me. Haven't had him at all this season. I know he's quite a popular pick early on in the piece, but his form is a little bit down. He does have that flexibility to be either a midfielder or a ruckman, which I do, don't mind, but um, maybe as a sneaky pick even. We touched on Nick Natanui being out for the West Coast. Aaron Sandilands, maybe not your most durable type, but uh, maybe the West Coast missing a couple of big men. I think Callum Sinclair might be in doubt. Nick Natanui is out already and um, might lead the Rutgers just to a life set, I think it is, down there at West Coast. So Aaron Sandilands even a chance to go big this week as well. Yeah, and, and just on Blitzarves, I mean, he, he's having a fantastic season, but I think there's always, for me personally, just that element of, you know, a bit scared about taking that real risk on a guy who's, you know, probably having his breakout season now. You just don't know whether they're going to tire a little bit. So I guess opted for the more reliable option, I suppose. But certainly he has shown that he can produce some very good scores, no doubt. So no love for Toby Nankervis either then? <laughs> <laughs> no, no love for the man there. Sorry, mate. No, I wish him all the best with his career, but not quite a... Uh... A fantasy stud quite yet. Not yet. Well, fellas, I think that might be a wrap. If you're listening, we ran through a, a very reliable forward cover and Ben Reed and maybe some rock options to help you out if you are stuck in that Nick Natanui drama. We wish you all the best for your weekend's games. Hopefully you're still playing finals. As always, the Supercoach HQ boys are here to help. We've got our content all on the website, some captain picks, maybe some PODs, and we'll have our podcast later in the week. So... Thanks for joining me, fellas, and good luck, and we'll talk later. Good luck, guys.